next on the 5 o'clock report. As a consequence of failed leadership, it's been a five-day event, a lot of snow. The border be the top priority. We're still here. We're still marching for women. We do driving bans because conditions merit it. He has changed so much. He's aged a lot. You're doing more spatial navigating. You'll get better at it, right? Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. Some breaking news we're following this afternoon. The ice making things slippery in Rochester. We just got word of a plane that slid off the runway at Frederick Douglass Greater Rochester International Airport. 53 people on board. Early reports suggest no injuries. The Family Life News team will keep an eye on it for you and keep you posted. People still don't have power in 15-degree Portland, Oregon. So far, eight. 18 people have been treated at local emergency rooms for carbon monoxide poisoning. Firefighters say some had used generators and portable propane stoves inside. Back in New York, a lake effect snow warning continues for a couple more hours till 7 p.m. for Erie, Genesee, and Wyoming counties. Here's Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown. It's been a five-day event, a lot of snow. More than five feet of snow has fallen in the past few days. Jeff Sparley is a lifelong resident of western New York. I think growing up in Buffalo, you kind of get used to this. And we were just kind of waiting for it to happen this year, and now it's here. We have another temperature dip coming on Saturday. Kevin Williams will have the details coming up in a few minutes. Cascading failure. Those are the words describing the police response to the school shooting in Uvalde, Texas. The report out today. Here's Attorney General Merritt Garland. As a consequence of failed leadership, training, and policies, Injured and scared students and teachers remain trapped with the subject in the classrooms waiting to be rescued. He says they waited 77 minutes for a police response. This is one of the victim's family members. Do right by the victims and survivors of Rob Elementary terminations, criminal prosecution. Experts say police departments across the United States can learn from what happened in Uvalde. This report lays out is that there was such a bad breakdown in communication. There was such a failure in leadership to convey the critical information down the line that the officers outside of the school who wanted to act accordingly did not have the appropriate information to go in and stop the active shooter. 19 students and two teachers were killed in that attack in 2022. The U.S. Senate has passed a short-term funding bill that averts a government shutdown. What does that mean? It's all government spending where it is now through March 1st and March 8th. It means the House will vote any minute. Speaker Mike Johnson says House Republicans will block it unless there is an agreement on the southern border. We understand that that all these things are important, but we must insist, we must ins- insist that the border be the top priority. Pakistan has launched airstrikes on Iranian militants. This morning's action was taken in light of credible intelligence of impending large-scale terrorist activities against Pakistan by these terrorists. Meanwhile, American fighter jets struck over a dozen Houthi targets in Yemen overnight. This is Iran-backed rebels continue to threaten commercial and military vessels in the Red Sea. Here's the Pentagon's press secretary. We are going to continue to work with our partners in the region to prevent those attacks or deter those attacks in the future. Uh, and we're also going to continue to work very hard to prevent the Israel-Hamas conflict from escalating into a broader regional conflict. The strikes came just hours after the Biden administration designated the Houthis as an official terrorist group. The numbers are in on anti-Semitic acts in the United States since the war in Gaza started.
started in October 7th and the past year, there have been over 5,000 incidents logged in 2023. It's simply unacceptable. Michael Masters with the Secure Community Network says half of them were in the last 12 weeks. We've logged a staggering 2,600 plus incident reports. That's more incidents in those three months than in the entirety of 2022. Many incidents on college campuses in upstate New York like Columbia and Cornell. Thousands of pro-lifers will be descending upon Washington, D.C. tomorrow for the 2024 March for Life. It will be the event's second go-around since the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. Being able to still show that unity and collaboration across all the pro-life organizations that attend, we're still here. We're still marching for women, for children, for fathers of those babies. That's Robin Chambers with Focus on the Family. They're going to be in D.C. tomorrow for the march. We have more from Robin in a few minutes in an exclusive Family Life News Team interview. T-minus five days until the New Hampshire primary, and Donald Trump is hoping to go two for two in the nominating contest for president this year. He's keeping pressure on Nikki Haley, who's nipping at his heels in the Granite State. If you want a nominee who is endorsed by all of the rhinos, globalists, never-Trumpers, and crooked Joe Biden's biggest donors, she's your candidate. Haley accuses Trump of lying about her record. Regardless of what Trump Trump says, I passed the toughest illegal immigration law in the country when I was governor. And we're learning a little more about that report Wednesday on the rise of colon cancer in the United States among people under age 50. We've seen that younger people are increasingly affected, which is why the guidelines for initial screening for people at average risk has fallen from 50 to 45. Dr. John LaPook is chief medical correspondent for CBS News. Maybe there's something in the environment, something we're eating, our increasing obesity, which is linked to an increased risk for colon cancer. Is it our inactivity or is it something in the microbiome, the trillions of bacteria in our gut and somehow the environment, something we're eating or antibiotics are changing that? Colon cancer is now the deadliest form of cancer in men under 50. Still to come on the five o'clock report, snow warnings, AI and politics and a sit down with focus on the family. Those stories after weather with Kevin Williams. In short, heading into the weekend, plan to shiver and shovel. For tonight, it's cloudy. Some snow across New York State and northwest Pennsylvania, giving a couple inches more in persistent lake snows. Low temps near 20. Then for your Friday, it's snow. A couple, three, four inches for many areas. Of temperatures dropping into the teens. It'll be blustery and bitter on Saturday. Heavy lake snow southeast of Lake Erie and Ontario. Otherwise, flurries, blowing snow. Temperatures on Saturday, mainly in the teens. Wind chills occasionally at or below zero. Thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. Republicans are talking about potential running mates for former President Donald Trump. And a fellow New Yorker is high on the list. Family Life's Jeremy Miller reports. That's right. Trump and a growing group of allies are now looking closely at hard-charging upstate Republican Elise Stefanik as a running mate. The 39-year-old congresswoman will campaign with Trump in New Hampshire, but will not say if she's interested in the VP nod. Her House GOP colleagues say Stefanik would be a tremendous asset to Trump because he trusts her and she would bring a deep knowledge of Capitol Hill to the ticket. Sources close to Trump say he won't announce a running mate for quite some time. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. A lake effect snow warning continues until 7 tonight for Erie, Genesee, and Wyoming counties in western New York. Travel bans that were enacted yesterday were lifted in stages this morning. Here's Erie County Executive Mark Polencars. We do driving bans because conditions merit it where either it is too dangerous to be on the road or roads are impassable. 
fault. It's not because it's a lot of snow. Three deaths are blamed on the winter weather. Family Life's D. Haley continues our coverage. A 64-year-old man died while shoveling snow, and a 41-year-old man was struck by another vehicle while he was clearing off his car. On Tuesday, a 57-year-old woman was found dead next to her snowblower. More than five feet of snow has been reported in some spots, including Hamburg and Lackawanna. Winter weather conditions postponed last night's Sabres game against the Blackhawks. The game has been rescheduled for tonight at 7 p.m. at KeyBank Center. D. Haley, Family Life News. A new law is being discussed in Pennsylvania that could affect the use of artificial intelligence in political campaigns. It bans the misuse of AI in political campaigns and establishes fines for violations. The bill's sponsor says artificial intelligence has been used in fraudulent ways in campaigns that could dupe voters and sway elections. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is making it easier for schools to address the ongoing shortage of bus drivers. She's instructed the DMV to implement a waiver that allows applicants to get their license faster. Hochul says transportation of children is vital for schools to work, and this change will encourage more folks to become bus drivers. The March for Life is tomorrow in Washington, D.C., but cities across upstate New York and Pennsylvania will be taking part. Some tomorrow, some on Saturday. Rochester, Syracuse all have events. The Family Life News team talked with Robin Chambers, a focus on the family who's in the nation's capital for the March for Life. Let's listen in. One of the things that uh, we've talked about on our team is why continue to attend the March for Life? Why even have the March for Life? This is a way for us to continue to show solidarity and unity in this space. We know that Roe is a huge moment of victory for the pro-life community, but we also recognize that instead of one battleground, we now have 50 now that 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 decision has been left to the states. And so being able to still show that unity and collaboration across all the pro-life organizations that attend, we're still here. We're still marching for women, for children, for fathers of those babies and for families. And so we are thrilled to be here. It is um, wonderful to see lots of young people and it's just a, a sense of excitement but a peaceful excitement of just standing for life. What is it like for you and others in the pro-life movement to have such a bias in some parts of our culture against those who are fighting to save babies and protect women? At times, it's very difficult. Um, one of my favorite stories, Focus on the Family did a live ultrasound in Times Square several years ago. And I happened to be on the mobile unit where the ultrasound was being performed on Abby Johnson with baby Fulton, her son. And we had protesters that came past the mobile unit yelling things that I probably hadn't ever been um, accused of being, um, harsh things. Um, they were spitting toward the mobile unit. But here's one of the opportunities that we have as Christ followers to not respond in kind. We had two executive directors there from the state of New York, and they face very hostile environment at times. And the two directors said, oh, we need to we need to stop what we're doing right now. We need to pray for them. They're so wounded. Something has happened in their past to cause this this anger and this grief. And we just need to pray for them. So I think that has been such a, a reminder for me to remember that there's typically a wound or some sort of hurt that has happened. But it is my opportunity to pray over that person, whether they know it or not, but then to react in love. That's a family life interview with Robin Chambers, who 
directs children's advocacy at Focus on the Family. The National March for Life begins tomorrow in Washington with a noon rally. The music and speeches will be live-streamed at marchforlife.org. It's time next for tonight's Market Report, brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are up today, but investors are losing hope that interest rates will be coming quickly. Yesterday's retail sales data lowered the chances that interest rate cuts would be happening in the near future. Housing starts annually for the month of December came out at 1.46 million. That's slightly higher than the consensus, but lower than the prior report. Initial claims for the week ending January 13th added 187,000 claims, lower than the consensus and lower than the prior report. Apple has found a workaround to stay compliant on its ongoing dispute regarding the ban on its blood oxygen readers in the Apple Watches by removing the readers in the Apple Watch 9 series and the Ultra 2 series starting this week. Coming up Friday, the Travelers Companies, Regions Financial Corporation, Ally Financials, and more companies expected to release earnings data. S&P 500 sector gains today coming from IT and industrials. Losses from real estate and utilities with crude oil closing above $74 a barrel. The Dow gaining 201 points, the NASDAQ was up 200, and the S&P 500 rose 41. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at faithwardadvisors.com. Does your level of contentment rise and fall with the economy? Hi, I'm Rob West with the Faith and Finance Minute. It's easy to let circumstances and feelings affect our relationship with God. But in Philippians 4, the Apostle Paul reveals the secret of being content in every situation. He says, I have learned to be content in whatever circumstances I'm in. I know how to get along with humble means, and I also know how to live in prosperity. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of being filled and going hungry of both having abundance and suffering need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So how can we be content? By knowing we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Finding our strength in God and trusting him is the key to contentment. Connect with a certified kingdom advisor who's been trained to deliver financial advice that aligns with your Christian values by visiting our website, faithfi.com. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, who navigates in the car? Is it you or your spouse? A new report shows one of us is stronger at it than the other. We have the findings after weather with Kevin Williams. The wintry weekend is out of us. A disturbance will bring a region-wide snow tomorrow. And that will produce some locally heavier amounts of snow in areas east of the lakes. The winds will shift. The snow bands will shift south as well as Arctic air floods the region. For tonight, it's cloudy. Some snow across New York State and northwest Pennsylvania, giving a couple inches more in persistent lake snows. Low temps near 20. On Friday, snow, several inches accumulating, turning bitterly cold. As temperatures drop into the teens, there'll be some blowing snow. Then on Saturday, frigid. Clouds, sun, flurries, heavier lake snow southeast of the lakes. Temperatures on Saturday, no higher than the teens. Wind chills at times at or below zero. Arctic air is not what we want to hear, but the good news is we could tap 50 degrees next week. Finally, at five, men truly are better navigators, better at finding where to go. And there's a new study out today to prove it. This is the study author. Controversy is that most of the psychologists who have documented this sex difference have argued that it is like an innate biological thing that evolved because men were in our prehistoric history were the ones that were likely ranging farther than women. Our study basically dismisses that silly argument almost using um, data 
from multiple species. They looked at different animals, but also humans, and found in nearly every circumstance, the male found his way to the destination more efficiently and faster. Why? Researchers believe it's because they were given more opportunity to navigate as children. Obviously, if you are experienced, like you're doing more spatial navigating, you'll get better at it, right? To play Legos, even playing outside more, I'm ranging around hunting, or I don't know, what things that you usually think boys would do outside. And that is the world that we live in for Thursday, the 18th of January. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. 